The World Show with Nikki B. Yes, I'm Nikki B. And speaking to the multi-award winning artist, what an incredible artist he is, what an inspiration. His name is John Batiste, and I've been blessed to chat to him. Speaking to John, I asked him about, uh, well, I spoke to him about the fact that he grew up immersed in music. And I asked him, when did it begin for him? Early on, there was music that was just in the air, so to speak. You go to the market or you go to any sort of festival or community gathering. Black people, New Orleans people, people from the South, it's just a part of the culture across the board. And all three of those categories is what I grew up in. And then you have the technological age, you know, growing up in the 90s and video game culture booming and going into the early 2000s where streaming culture really started to become a big deal. I heard music and video games that when I was a kid was really influential. And then from there, I started to buy records and download things off of the internet and and, uh, burn CDs and create mixes. And it was from everywhere, every angle I had music. Yeah, nine five nine. I'm grooving. I don't know about you. That, of course, is John Batiste. Has just released "We Are" the deluxe edition. He released the original "We Are" earlier on this year, but now the deluxe edition. And you'll find out more about that in just a moment. But speaking to John, uh, I spoke to him about piano. It was his mother that recommended he start playing piano when he was eleven years old. And I wanted to know what the piano meant to him. The piano is an incredible mode of expression for me. I started playing piano when I was 11, and then I had a classical music study that I I was taking that was Bach and Beethoven and Chopin and all the different great classical composers from Europe. And I studied that at the same time as I was playing in the streets of New Orleans and clubs and, and different parts of the world where I could create, you know, anything that I was hearing with other musicians who are in my family. And then by the time I was a teenager, I started to um, meet other musicians and form bands. You know, 13 and 14 years old, I was in my first band of my peers. And this is, you know, musicians just playing around different parts of the city. And then by the time I was 15, I had my own band. And then 16 years old, I started to compose and record my first independent album. And that was the beginning of my journey. Nine five nine, freedom at John Baptiste of his new album. We are the deluxe edition. What an inspiring offering! So speaking to John and uh, knowing a little bit about his background, and uh, of course, he spent years and years working uh, with Stephen Colbert on the Late Show, the Late Show with Stephen Colbert. And I wanted to know from him, working on the Late Show uh, so regularly, performing all the time, 200 days a year on TV, I wanted to know the impacts of uh, that kind of job, can I say, the impact on him musically or on his musical journey. 
Well, I started doing that when I was in my mid-20s as the youngest person to ever do that. It's a role that usually is, is something that as a musician band leader, you work towards getting to the point where you can take that gig because it's so cushy and it's so much of a institution that people when they get it, it's like getting tenure in a college. You stay there for many years and it's typically a part of a musician's retirement or it's after their prime that they decide to do it. And I started doing the late show. You know, I got wind of the idea that we could have have the late show as um, an opportunity when I was 26 or 27. And um, I had just graduated from college a few years prior to that with a master's degree from Juilliard and I've been touring the world and I've been really just coming into my own as a band leader. So it really changed the direction of my career and the things that I was involved in because it went from playing live shows and touring around the world to being in New York City 200 nights a year and recording for television and playing for millions of people on TV, which is, you know, it's still an audience, but less travel. But then at the same time, you're coming into contact with people from all walks of life, whether it's political figures, musicians, Hollywood, A-list celebrities, all these different scientists and physicists. You know, the range of people who come on our show is very broad. It's one of those things where for, for us in America, it's a it's an institution because of the figures in, in entertainment who have taken these roles are really cultural icons after they're done and, and they become these cultural figures. But for me as a musician, it's an institution because I get to make it be a course of study for myself. And what I decided to do when I started is for every single day that we play the show, I compose or arrange a new composition. So I've been doing the show now for almost seven years. And you can imagine that after seven years of composing and arranging new music every day for a band that's ready to play it at a moment's notice, it's really evolved my ability to compose and create music and write songs and everything about my musicianship has elevated. Tonight's featured guest, John Batiste on the World Show. Absolutely beautiful. So we are, we are the original We Are. He released in March this year. He released it as a full album called We Are. And um, now he has just released We Are, the deluxe edition, with some extra tracks, a bit more. And he'll tell you more about that in the moment. But speaking to him about the album We Are, I said to him, you know, it's almost incredible to learn that he made the original album uh, before the COVID crisis or he composed most of it and, and, and got it together um, and yet it's so relevant so I wanted to know from him what was the inspiration for these songs and uh, those specifically on the original We Are album I wanted people to feel something real and I wanted people to feel something in the music that transports them and takes them to a place within themselves that makes them feel as if they're not alone no matter what they're going through 
You can listen to the music and you can feel something within yourself that connects you to everybody else. We are the chosen ones. We are the golden ones. It's also really a story of my personal journey. You know, the, the making of this album at the age of 33, you're creating this work that a lot of musicians, you know, when they hit that age, if they're blessed to reach that age, are found to be in the prime or just beginning the prime of where they're going. In particular, when you're talking about a craft like jazz music or something like painting or, you know, just things where, you know, there's a development over time happens to, to, to you know, the common thread is that around the, the, the 33 age mark, there's something that shifts in an artist. And I felt like that's what happened when I was making this record. So it's not only a message to people that, you know, we're all connected in what we're going through in the world, but it's also a manifestation of my own coming of age as an artist. And in that way, it feels a lot like it's my first album. On the street and on the air featuring a John Battiste and that one is We Are. You can find it on the Deluxe Edition but a little bit later on I'm going to share with you the second version that's also on the Deluxe Edition which isn't on the first uh, We Are album featuring further collaborations. Yes, what an amazing artist he is. What a powerful, powerful voice he has. And I mean that lyrically as a vocalist but also as a piano player. And as an artist, John Baptiste on the World Show. So listening to the album, the original, We Are, as well as the Deluxe Edition, I did get a sense that it was biographical as he spoke about. But I wanted to know the Deluxe Edition, what makes it different from the original release, We Are? John Baptiste with me, Nikki B, on the World Show on Kaya 959. Well, the first We Are is definitely hand chosen bespoke it's like i would even say instead of looking at it as a bespoke tailored suit you'd look at it more as a movie and if you saw a movie every scene is like every track and you wouldn't skip scenes in a movie or else it wouldn't make sense you wouldn't pass scenes in a movie or else you wouldn't know what was going on in the story and that's how it is with the we are album i really wanted to make something that felt as if you are watching a movie and every scene, the, the track list and the sequence is like a scene that leads to the next scene. And then everything is something that you you um, you consume as one piece, as one narrative. And the deluxe album to me is when you're putting the movie out after the movie has been out in the world and you're adding documentary BTS you know, you're adding behind the scenes clips to it. So it's now when you get the deluxe, you get all of these other things that we created that fed into the process of making the movie in the first place. But now they're included in the movie. So we it, we ended up going about creating the track listing. My producers and I, we, we created this track listing for the deluxe to match that. So it's not even the same sequence. It's not even the same arc of the story. It's affected by the new material and it's affected by how, you know, the music has been living in the world. And all of that's now reflected in this new narrative where you get some of these behind the scenes. You know, there's six or seven new songs that we didn't put out in the first one that's that, that were made in the process of making the album.
0891-104-959. John Baptiste featuring Tori Kelly on the track Sing of the Album. We are the deluxe edition. Yes, John Baptiste, definitely an inspiring artist. Definitely an artist that has a way of uh, speaking about quite heavy subject matters sometimes but remaining completely inspiring all the way. So speaking to John Batista, I wanted to know a little bit more about his songs. Must be really difficult as an artist to choose a favorite song, or maybe there's a song that there is a story around. But here's what he had to say when I spoke to him about the songs. And I especially love what he said as it relates to the next song I'm going to play you on The World Show. Well, I think there uh, are really a great deal of, of effort. There's a great deal of effort and in, in, in a lot of craft that went into to creating each one of these songs. Each one of these songs is a specific, specific journey. And when you look at it like a movie, if you see the scenes and how each scene is crafted, that really creates the overall quality of the movie. So I couldn't pinpoint one song that that I think stands out, but I do do feel very proud of the the, the tell the truth with the the, the uptown version with yes. the Mardi Gras Indians. It's one of the least commercial things that I've um, I've ever her released because it's really a special creation in the project. The Mardi Gras Indians are a black indigenous American blend of culture that is specific to New Orleans. So if you think about the, the Native Americans and you think about the early African enslaved people, our ancestors who were enslaved in New Orleans and the intermingling of the indigenous Americans and the, um, the African Americans, they created this unique culture in New Orleans and Congo Square, which is the place where there was a lot of music that happened during slavery, created this, these rhythms and, and these African-based rhythms and these African chants and these Native American chants kind of blended together to create the, the root of this culture that is pretty much still manifest to this day and comes alive on Mardi Gras with a, a beautiful regalia of, of suits and feathers and all of these creations that literally take a year to make to only wear one day. And yes. and, and they have these traditional drums and things that, that are played during the season. And also, you know, there, there are these leaders that we call big chiefs. So yes. I did a song called Tell the Truth on the first We Are album. And while recording Tell the Truth, we did another version of it with Big Chief Romeo and and all of these different Mardi Gras Indians from New Orleans, these black Indians. have heard of his work with Anderson Pac or Mac Miller in hip hop yeah. and in R&B. But um, so we collaborated on the album a lot. And, and um, on this track, we collaborated and I used the first instrument that I ever owned, which is this Kawhi, and that's the one that you hear on the record. So you have this mix of things that's both personal to me, it's personal to New Orleans culture and Black culture and American culture, and it's also just a unique combination that I've never heard. Mardi Gras Indian, Black Indian tradition, mixed with this electronic sort of production style and this keyboard that's, you know, this Japanese keyboard from the 80s. Nine 
0818-459-959. John Batista, tell the truth and that a particular version features Michael Batista's father with Big Chief Romeo of the Mardi Gras Indian show of the album We Are, the deluxe edition. I'm Nikki B. Thanks for being with me and it's a pleasure to be featuring this powerful artist for you and with you on the world show. Speaking to John Batista, I want to do uh, know more about his process of making music. Does he start with the lyrics or the melodies or the rhythms? How does he do it and where does the inspiration come from? I came up as someone who listened to music and for whatever reason, I could understand how it was put together. And and I, I've developed that gift, but understanding how music is put together helps me to create or recreate vibes. Um, I call them vibes. Like if I hear somebody doing something on the piano, you know, and it's going down like that. And then I can say, well, I want to do something that's similar to that, but I want to make it my own and I want it to feel a little darker. So then I may do something like and you say I could just do that but now when you add lyrics to it the lyrics are, are telling a story that's very direct in a certain sense because words are more direct than music in some ways and music is more direct than words in other ways so now you're doing a balancing act and for me I like to do both at the same time I don't I don't I typically don't write one before the other and if I do one typically makes the other have to adjust itself to, to fit to fit together complementarily. So I'll end up doing something where if I write the lyrics first, once I start writing the music, the lyrics will change a lot or vice versa. And to me, that's OK. But typically, if it was a process for me, it's writing them both at the same time, because that, that for me allows for the balance to occur very organically. On the street, on the air, he is John Batiste, and that track is Adulthood featuring uh, BJ the Chicago Kid, Hot 8 Brass Band, the album We Are, the Deluxe Edition. And speaking to John, uh, um, wanted to know more about his... uh, this deep spirituality that comes through in his work. It's a very strong spiritual aspect to his music. And uh, this is what he had to say. I've had a sense of innate spirituality since I was a kid, which I think has drawn me to being into music more so than music itself. To me, the spiritual nature of music is why I'm a musician. More so than my, my connection to music from a very, you know, nuts and bolts, notes, melodies kind of place. What I connect to is the way that music can reach into a person's soul and move them to inspiration, move them to to emotion, to to a place where they're feeling connected to God, connected to a higher power that is around all of us. And my Christianity growing up in in, um, a Catholic family and then kind of developing my own relationship with God and faith in God and just really having a sense of belief and knowing just through the gospel of Christ and all the things that have come with understanding what that is in my own way. I don't consider myself to be a part of any sort of organized religion or spirituality except for believing that. And I believe that based on experience and also just based on this knowing that I've had 
for many, many years since I was a young boy. And music really, for me, is a spiritual practice. When I do concerts and live performances, these these performances really impact people in a way that I know that it's not just me. And I know that it's not just the musicians. It's something, because when we really get on on stage and start to really go, we've, done, we've been doing these We Are performances. And, you know, we've been doing big and small performances from, you know, 60,000 people in Central Park in New York City to a thousand people, 700 people in a small theater in Los Angeles, you know, just going around different parts of the country performing. And the movement is always the same throughout the crowd. There's a spirit. It's a spiritual practice with music. And that's what I believe in. John Batiste of his latest album, We Are the Deluxe Edition. That one, Movement 11. And thanks so much uh, to uh, our master guitarist, Lalo Soloto, who wrote in and said, beautiful vibes with John Batiste. I have fond memories of him as a young teenager in high school. I got to visit his home and his dad with his uncle many years ago. He has become really a great ambassador of music. I remember this one day he came from school, still had his school bag, and his dad, I think, just called him to the keyboard and said, hey, Jonathan, come and join us. And we played some music of Charlie Parker because I brought my guitar. What a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing that, Salala. Beautiful. He must have been young there because, uh, yeah, he's uh, still in his early 30s. Yes, I am Nikki B. And coming to the end of my chat with tonight's special guest, John Batiste. Uh, he's going to share with us a little something about uh, the song that's uh, called Adulthood, uh, which I played you earlier. And then I'm going to end with the other other version of We Are, and I'm going to also throw in a track that he did a couple of years ago. It's his interpretation of the classic Wonderful World. Let's see what else we can manage to squeeze in before I love and leave you at the nine o'clock hour tonight. The the collaboration with BJ, the Chicago kid, who is from Chicago, who's an incredible singer and musician, came about because this song, you know, being the last song that I, I, I had finished for the, the We Are album was a song that felt it, it, it always felt like there was a piece that was available for someone to collaborate and, and, and take ownership of this piece of the song. And I felt like it just had to be the right person. And the song can exist in both ways. And I always heard a, an, an alternate version, a second version, but I just wanted to make sure it was the right person. And then I heard BJ and I thought about that and I was like, oh, that's perfect. He's the perfect person. Yes. And then the Hot 8 were on the original version, which is on the We Are album and the Deluxe. And they're an incredible brass band that plays, they play all around the world. And they're an incredible brass band and the tradition of, of New Orleans music and the tradition of all of the different groups that have played in this brass tradition. They're one of the most authentic and most spirited that I've heard. So I wanted to have them on the track to kind of show, you know, it's, there's a the tonal allegory in the song of becoming an adult and the journey, you know, from boyhood, movement 11 into adulthood on the original sequence is a whole journey. It's, it's that That's a trilogy, those three songs. And adulthood ending in this sort of celebration, this acceptance of adulthood. And um, and, and it's not an easy acceptance. It's, it's an acceptance that there's a journey ahead, but you, you take a break 
to just celebrate the fact that I made it. I'm still alive. I'm healthy. I'm here. <laughs> I'm in a relationship. I'm, I'm able to exist. Um, and there's hardships and there's things that I got to work out and it's unresolved. But let me just take a moment to celebrate the fact that I'm here. I'm still here. Five nine, the other version of "We Are" this time featuring Abby Bernadotte on John Baptiste's "We Are" the Deluxe Edition. It's been a pleasure traveling the globe with you tonight on the World Show. We've been here, there, and everywhere. Deep spirit, a bit of groove, and of course, these powerful tunes as well. I thank you so much each and every Sunday for joining me as we do explore the globe with music that deserves to be heard. You with me, Nikki B? And I'm as I promised. I'm going to end with uh, what a wonderful world classic classic track this time of uh, his 2018 album Hollywood Africans he of course being tonight's special guest John Batiste whatever else you do this week make sure that you keep shining and of course keep it Kaya what a wonderful world Show with Nikki B on Kaya 959.